cheese and chowder. What's going on, gamers? It is your boys back with another episode of Cheese and Chowder, the RML podcast. Cheese is me, <laughs> a.k.a. Cody, and with me as always is Chowder, a.k.a. Brad. Bradley, what's going on? How are we doing? I'm all right. It's been a long time no see, huh? It's been. Yeah. A, I know we've deprived you guys of cheese and chowder, our weekly you know, taste of it. But we're, we're trying to get back on track. It's been a little tough with our schedules. But, man, do we have an episode in store for you guys tonight? Oh, yeah, I like that. I like the the taste with the cheese and chowder. You guys like getting that, that your cheese and chowder addicts at this point. So let's get into it. We're talking Season 2, RML. This is first episode, technically, in Season 2. Uh, basically, we had... A little hiatus there, and we're just trying to get some more content out to you guys quickly, and uh, we're going to try and get some more episodes this season. But right now, yeah, we got a lot to cover. We're ba- basically about halfway through Season 2 now, just uh, in Week 10, finished up Week 9. So a lot of good games have been played, and it's been a real exciting season. Um, first off, we want to welcome the newest member to RML, uh, the Chiefs have a new owner, and that would be Q Diggity. So, Q, if you're listening, welcome to RML. Hope you enjoy this podcast, you know. Um, and, yeah, that's the only new member we have so far. So, hopefully, uh, we keep our 32 guys rolling strong for the rest of the way. All right. So, Brad, let's, uh, let's talk some games. We had a lot of upsets. Um yeah, it's been pretty wild season two, wouldn't you say? It's been uh, crazy. It's like every single day you, uh, you know, read the chat and Daddy League's updates, and we have a new upset on the board. And it's like every single day somebody that you don't expect to win pulls it off. And I think we kind of covered this a little bit in the earlier episodes, like season one and even preseason, that with like the X factors and stuff, like I, I predicted that maybe – you know, the lower level guys might have more of a shot to pull off an upset because of a guy's X factor, you know, on the D line or wide receiver. And I'm not sure how much those have really affected these games. I haven't been able to watch as many games as I've wanted to this season, but I think maybe that has something to do with it because I don't remember this being this many upsets at all, like all of Madden 19. I felt like Madden 19 was pretty chalky, um, but Madden 20 so far has been, especially season two, been a lot of upsets and you know maybe it's that you know everybody is getting on that same level a little bit and like the bottom of the league is kind of improving slowly but surely and uh you know everybody's trying to compete and you know we got a good thing going right now yeah i feel like a lot of it is just inconsistency between a lot of the higher talent players and you know some of the mid- middle guys that you'd expect to be good are just not playing as consistently good as we expect them to, including myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I feel like, yeah, this game definitely uh, trends that way with uh, a lot more parity in the league, which is, in my opinion, it's good for the league for sure. You get a lot less, you know, uh, undefeated seasons. You know, this year we don't have any uh, people left undefeated, which is, I think, the earliest I've ever seen in a long time in an RML season. So, uh, it's crazy that, you know, this season really shows 
that there's a little more parity in Madden 20 at least. So and we also have uh, besides uh, Dog, who's who has had uh, extra rating circumstances, personal everything. We hope you're okay. Everything. We hope everything's okay. Dog, by the way, if you're listening, uh, our thoughts and prayers are with you and your family. But besides him, uh, we got no teams without a win. And a couple of two and seven, three and six teams. But I think yeah, last year we had a couple of teams that went pretty far without a win. So I think that, that says yeah. a little bit too. Yeah, everything's kind of trending towards the middle of the pack. More 500 teams, more teams in that three to seven win area right, right now. Um, you know, finishing in that five to ten win category and it makes for an interesting run at the end of the season too, because you know the playoffs that you know more more teams close together the better and the more exciting it'll get. Well, speaking of exciting, let's talk about some of these games with our original segment, game of the week upset edition. Game of the week. All right, so yeah, like we said, tons of upsets so far from what we're counting. We're seeing right around 20 upsets through nine, nine and a half weeks. So over two upsets per week, according to Cheese and Chowder's uh, rankings, if you will. So uh, we're going to kind of blast through these games just to uh, tell you some of these interesting matchups. I mean, there was a lot of there's a lot of other good games, too, that we definitely want to cover. We just don't have a lot of time, you know, to do that. We could we could talk about these games forever, but we know it's not always super interesting. But we definitely want to cover some of these upsets for sure, since it is uh, so prevalent this season. So, all right, let's start week one right off with a banger. The Denver Broncos defeated the. Oakland Raiders 50 to 37 so that uh that put the Broncos 1 and 0 and the Raiders 0 and 1 at that point uh the Broncos are now 6 and 2 and the Raiders are now 6 and 2 as well so battle for division there uh Brad why don't you tell us about week 2 uh I think uh Chiz uh when uh Chiz no um yes when Chiz first joined the league I, I mean, I'm at, I'm right the names right, right Chiz is the Broncos yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I I get, I get mixed up yeah, yeah, because he's a Bills fan in real life, and I would get mm-hmm. mixed up with uh, the Bills, right? And, yeah, and Mitchell Lair. <laughs> Anyways, uh, this kind of put Chiz on the map, I think, because I think everybody had the concern that, you know, in that tough division, the AFC West, like how will a new owner do in a league like in a division like that? And beating Danny Week One, I don't think he'd make a bigger statement than that. And he beat him pretty hand, like scoring fifty points on Dan. I mean, Danny's known for his offense. Of course, but his defense is not too shabby, and uh, beating him week one really was a statement win for him. And uh, he's lost a couple more games since then, six and three right now. Danny overtook him today uh, for first place in the division, but he's sitting right there, you know. And Chiz, uh, then they still got a game left this season, but definitely uh, a good win for Chiz. But I, I, I like seeing that, I like seeing that competition in that division, and uh, not having to run away in there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I can't say anything else about that. I mean, 50 points, like you said, against Danny, that's pretty impressive. All right, in week two, uh, Dolphins, some other load beat Vic, 31-13. to 
Uh, Beast Mode and the Ravens defeated Monkey and the Cowboys 28 to 14. And Tendi and the Titans defeated Han and the Bengals in a panel matchup 38 to 28. And then we go to week three. And the first real big one of the year, I mean, the Broncos versus Raiders was pretty big, but this one was an absolute shocker. Vic beating BLD. The Chargers beat the Saints by one point, 23 to 22. And this snaps the Saints' 21 game win streak to start RML Madden 20. So, pretty huge win for Vic there. And then Tendy back at it, back to back weeks. He beats. Doe and the Colts, 35-30. to 30. So we've been seeing Tendy on this list a little bit. In <laughs> um, week four, we had the Bills, like you mentioned, Mitchell and, uh, defeating uh, Centrist Jaguars, 24-17. to 17. In week five, we had uh, Rich and the Texans uh, beating uh, our little co-host here, Bradley and the Lions, 41-31. to 31. In week six, the Chicago Bears ace uh, defeated Doe and the Colts 27 to 24. Uh, so keep that one in mind. Colts um, already uh, two times on this list, and there will be another. 49ers uh, defeated the Cowboys, so Shane beating Monkey there. Shane's having a really good season. We'll talk more about him later. Uh, 40 to 26 in that one. And the Atlanta Falcons beating the Denver Broncos. So Charlie beating Chiz there, 20 to 18. That one with some controversy. Remember that one for sure. Uh, and then myself, the Packers beating Centra and the Jaguars, 27 to 7. And then we moved to week seven. We had Lope defeated uh, the Chiefs. And at this point, this uh, was Q Diggity, one of his first games. Um, so Lope getting a big win there, 32 to 27 and, uh, Kunk and the Bucks beating BLD and the Saints, uh, big win for, for Kunk in that division, BLD getting his second loss, 30 to 24. And then in week eight, the Cowboys defeated the Giants. So Monkey beat the Giants 37, 34, uh, Weasel missed the game time field goal as time expired in that one. Very close, exciting game. We'll definitely get into those guys a little more as well. And uh, another one in week eight, we had you, the Lions, uh, defeating Tillman. That was a huge win for you, obviously. Uh, Tillman's lone loss on the season, he's 7-1. Uh, Brad beat Tillman 27-24. And the Chiefs beat Kunk. So Kunk's lone loss of the season also came in week eight. Um, so Key Diggity getting a huge win, uh, 45 to 28. And then a uh, second straight loss for BLD against Danny and the Raiders, 27 to 20. So BLD was four and three at that point. Now he is five and three. And then Rich defeating Centra on uh, 49 to 35. So they're both four and four at this point in the season. And in week nine, another loss for the Colts. Doe and the Colts three times on this list. All three of his losses uh, defeated by Motherload and the Dolphins, 44 to 41 in a barn burger. So weeks one through nine, 20 upsets, um, it, it, you know, and counting. And there might be some more coming. But uh, Brad, I mean, 
out of all these games, which ones kind of stand out to you? Oh boy, there's a lot, uh, a lot to unpack here. Uh, let me, I just highlighted a couple that I want to talk about more in depth. And uh, so let's just start. We'll go kind of in chronological order a little bit. Uh, so week two, you mentioned. So I think uh, week two, one of the biggest ones, Ravens defeating Monkey. Uh, beast mode that I'm sure you're feeling vindicated about the season he's having this year. You know, showing that your prediction last year was kind of standing up a little bit more this year. Uh, beast mode have five and three right now. But uh, beating Monkey definitely is a big step for Beast mode. Monkey is no easy win. Uh, he's you know perennial player of contender, up for the division NFC East. So huge statement win for Beast mode right there that week. Uh, Tendi with two back-to-back upsets against Han and Doughboy. The Doughboy win, the most impressive one, in my opinion, because Tendi's really gotten beaten by uh, Dough by a good amount the last, you know, last Some year. Blowouts. yeah. Yeah, definitely. exactly. So, and they haven't really been close at all, but for him to beat him there is huge. But Tendi's really fallen off. The wheels have fallen off the wagon in Tennessee the last four weeks. Uh, so Tendi had playoff aspirations after those upsets, but now looking very bleak. Uh, obviously the big, I think the, my, the biggest one, the most important one maybe is uh, Vic beating BOD 23-22. Obviously that was the first loss uh, in Madden 20 for in RML for BLD right there. And, it, you know, led to two more losses after that for BLD. So, you know, BLD is showing some weaknesses this year and right now he's not even sitting in a playoff spot. How amazing would that be? Uh, moving on. I think week six, Bears beating Doughboy. Ace has a – he went – he only had one win last year. Uh, but beating Doughboy, that's a, that's a huge statement win for Ace right there. 27-24. Doe was showing some – Doe was losing to some bad teams earlier this year. Not a good look. He's got to fix that before uh, if he wants to make the playoffs or you know wants to compete in the playoffs. Right? You can't be uh, playing down to your competition at all. Um, moving on, I think uh, Shane. I think Shane beating Monkey week six. Week six also is pretty big. Shane, I don't know where the hell this has come from. Seven and two start for Shane. His two losses are against Maddening and Tillman. So that's pretty understandable right there. And he's got those two games coming up again. In the next couple of weeks, but seven and two right now for Shane. I think that may might be like the story of the year, like the comeback of the year, if you want to call yeah. it that. We'll talk uh, more about Shane. Yeah, later. we have yeah, we got a so, segment about. So that's uh that's a pretty impressive upset too, and then moving on. Week eight apparently was the week of the upset. Uh, we got you know five that you listed there. Um, I think uh, Chiefs Q Diggity beating Kunk right there is uh. I was really surprised when I saw that final score, and I was watch. I watched the end of that game, and uh, you know, Q has some bad losses so far, losing to Lope, and he lost to somebody this week, who uh, has not been great. Motherload, um, Motherload's, you know, we'll talk about him a little bit too, but you know, Kunk was on another level to start the year eight and zero, with no no weaknesses in sight, and then to lose to Chiefs is a bad. That's a bad first loss, in my opinion. Um, but, you know, I think Kunk will come back from that strong and use that kind of as motivation. And, you know, you have less pressure, I think, with one loss rather than having an undefeated season on the line, especially if you've never been there before. And finally, uh, not to toot my own horn, 
at all. But I, I was I think that win against Tillman in overtime uh, that might save my season, might save my hopes of the division against you. I think we'll talk about it a little bit too. But we we both have some hard games coming up, and having that one stealing that one win against somebody that I was not favored against is uh, yeah. huge for my hopes. And finally, uh, one more. I know I said finally for me, but finally, actually finally, uh, week nine, Muzzleload beating Doughboy. Uh, Muzzleload has Doughboy's number for some reason. He beat him uh, last in Madden 19, I believe, in the summer. Um, but 44-41, Muzzleload putting up 44 points against Doughboy. That's pretty impressive. And, yeah. uh, you know, I mean. <laughs> Those defense yeah. is, some, is different this year. I'll, I'll finish your point. I'm going to get back into that in a minute. Well, I, I was just going to mention a little bit. Motherload, like, Motherload pulling off some, like, good wins here. But he's only three and five at the end of it. So, yeah. you know, one, that's, like, the story <laughs> of Motherload is he, he manages to pull off, you know, one or two big upsets against somebody good. But then he loses to, you know, competition that he's probably yeah. been. So I feel I like his division yeah. games are always he mm-hmm. he's some he seems to not be able to win his division games as much. If he could beat all of his guys in this division and get these upsets, then he would be a division favorite every year, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, talking about Dell real quick, uh, just looking at his schedule and and just looking at the results. So since week three, that since the Tendy loss or including the Tendy loss, he's three and three in his last six games. So he has the Tendy loss, um, and then the Bears loss and the Dolphins loss. All close games, all uh, you know, by less than one score, or by one score or less. And the three wins, though, uh, in between those, Week Four against the Browns, only twenty-one to fourteen, um, but that was a sin game, so it doesn't really count. Um, but the other two games that he did play, fifty-two to fifty-one. So he had fifty-one points and still won the game against Centra. So that I, we didn't talk about that one because it's not an upset, but man, that must have been a re- really good game. I didn't get a chance to watch it, but uh, 103 points. So we definitely want to mention that. That's just crazy doing it, even in a video game. And then the other one was the win against me in week seven. That was 45 to 43. So only a two point win over me. Um, me and Centra, you know, we're not you know top dogs, so uh, allowing us to be you know have really close games and also allowing a total of 84 points or 94 points in those games and still coming out on top. I mean, I don't know what that says about Doe. It says his defense is yeah, you know, not, not getting the job done, but his offense is still seems pretty elite. But basically it seems like the way to beat him is, you know, you have to stop stop him on defense because, or win a shootout. Basically. It's gonna, yeah, it's going to be a shootout. Yeah. According to the Daddy Leagues, his defense is ranked 27th in the league as far as points allowed. And um, I think maybe a factor of that, we made a trade this offseason. Uh, he traded me, uh, I traded him Marquise Goodwin, who is, uh, you know, like 90, like very high 90 speed. And Doe's really taken advantage of that and has had some really big games with him. But yeah. he traded me Rudy Ford, who is yeah. leading the league in interceptions this year for me. Yeah, and perhaps Doe is really missing defense. that on his defense. Yeah, that's my, I, I picked him as my defensive player of the year just because, yeah, I knew he was going to get a lot of user picks, and he's been doing, doing really well for you so far. But uh, back to what you were saying also about you and me and about your upset versus Tillman. Um, that was obviously a really good game and a really good win for you. But like you said, um, with our schedules being tough, 
um, you, especially yours with a first place schedule, but also mine second place and facing the NFC South and uh, the AFC West, right, is the other division we're facing this, I think, right? No, it was Maybe, not. No. It's a, 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 no, AFC, a, AFC both, South. Both South, both South. Yeah, which is still pretty good. Um, with facing a couple of tough divisions and, you know, first and second place schedules, you know, like you said, you, you got to win one of these games that you're not expected to win or that you're not favored in, uh, which, you know, you and me are, we're, we're solid players, but we're not, you know, top 10, top five players or anything. So, you know, playing guys like Weasel and Monkey and, you know, BLD and Charlie and, and Kunk and stuff like that, we're going to have a lot of tough games in our hands. And then you got Doe and Centro. So, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I haven't lost any games that I wasn't, you know, that I was favored in. Like, I feel like the games going in that I played, all my all my losses were against pretty solid teams from what I – let me just see. Yeah, I mean, including you. And, <laughs> you know, so maybe. I guess I guess one of them is not a solid team. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but, yeah, the other ones are Monkey – and then Doe, Charlie, and Kunk. Uh, so, yeah, I feel like overall, yeah, like you said, you just got to win games that, you know, win one or two that you're not really against better teams than you. And that can give you the edge. But like you said, we both still have really tough schedules ahead. And uh, I think I know yours gets pretty top-heavy uh, at the end. Yes. So I, th- I think uh, I was looking – I was doing it like the math in my head a couple of uh, days ago, but pretty much I, I think I'm going to have to steal. I'm going to have to up, pull off an upset one more time this year and win all the games I should be winning. And then even with that, if you Basically. win the games, you should, we might, we're probably going to end up close to being yeah. tied. And if not you in the lead of the division, that's how yeah. bad my schedule is. I think for me, yeah, uh, you I got, you- yeah. You got two winnable games next against Panthers and Bears, uh, and then you got basically six straight games. Well, five out of six that you know are looking tough for you. You know, Centra, BLD, Seacop, and Doe and Weasel and then Kunk. So, yeah, that mm-hmm. Doe Weasel Kunk to finish plus BLD and Centra in there, and that's mm-hmm. gonna be a real tough stretch mm-hmm. at the end for you. Um, I have BLD next, so that's probably you know a loss. <laughs> And then, and then I do have maddening still, but then the rest is is a little easier for me, like definitely than yours. So yeah, I think it'll come down to the end probably again close. You know, you'll probably have a two game lead on me uh, after this week, so uh, we'll see what happens. But enough talking about us. Um, yeah, before before people start getting mad yeah. about us talking about. Like us, I said, I'll, I'll, I'll do podcast. a straight. I'll just do a straight to our podcast, just talking about us. But mm-hmm. you know, we do what we want. All right, so that was the games of the week, um, the upset edition. Like we said, a lot of great stuff happening, and I'm guessing that will not be the end of it. I would predict uh, a good chunk more upsets will happen this season because last year it was the year of the tie. This year it's the year of the upset, so that's just the way <laughs> it is. All right, let's talk about some of the matchups that are coming up that are interesting um for over the next four weeks including week 10 um one of these matchups let's go ahead and talk about a game that was recently played the uh cowboys and giants game two of their season against each other um and this was another good one um the first one like we said is a three-point game 
Weasel lost on a missed field goal. This one was absolutely insane. I don't know if you watched any of it, but I watched most of the, I think, the second half. And it started getting wild. Uh, so basically, Monkey was leading 17-6 in the second half. Um, Weasel ends up coming back to score, uh, makes it 17-12. He goes for two. He doesn't get it. Um, so then uh, Weasel ends up getting the ball back later in the half or later in the third quarter or fourth quarter. Uh, kicks a field goal, makes it 17-15. Very next drive, uh, Monkey makes a horrible mistake. A misreads a, a run play option, an RPO, and basically throws a pick six on a, uh, to the corner, basically standing right in front of the ball. And uh, so that makes it 22-17 to 17 Giants lead. Cowboys start coming back, and basically the very next drive, I think, um, Monkey throws a deep bomb to Sammy Watkins in stride. No one there. I think it was even a one-handed catch, one of those just mm-hmm. ridiculous, like, like as he's running, he just sticks his hand out and grabs it. It was crazy. He runs it in for a touchdown. All right, so this is where it gets crazy. So now Monkey leads 23-22, to 22, and he's going for two to make it, you know, it makes sense. He's trying to get a three-point lead. You know, he doesn't want to lose on a field goal. He throws the ball, and it's picked off in the end zone. Okay, not, not a big deal, but Weasel takes it out of the end zone, makes some moves, and, oh, man, you should have seen Russell Willie trying to tackle this guy. <laughs> he's, he's, running, he's running in front of him in a straight line, and he's like Weasel's swerving in and out of the guy trying to pick his lane and he just spun him around and he couldn't he, make it. Yeah, he, he had Willie spinning like a top. <laughs> yep, that was that was the quote. And yeah, so a pick two. Yes, the best play in football. A pick two to give the Giants a twenty four to twenty three lead. And the Giants would get the ball at that point because, you know, the Cowboys just scored. So uh the Giants ended up hanging on to win twenty four to twenty three. An absolute Crazy wild game between those two. Yeah, it was crazy, but super fun to watch. Um, all right, another uh, game. And, and uh, if you don't mind, uh, if I have a comment on that, that that yeah. game, that two point conversion could be hu- humongous in the playoff picture. The whole scheme. Yeah. If Monkey holds on to that lead right there, Monkey's seven and two. He's the three seed, not Weasel right now. And because uh, right now Monkey is at six and three as the six seed, and he's got he's Madden and BLD, yeah. you know, on his neck right there. So that pick two could be the difference between Monkey winning the division and not even making the playoffs. It really is, yeah, and it it really can turn that quickly. And it doesn't seem, you know, at the time you're like, you know, going for two. It doesn't seem even though I miss it. Oh, okay, I'm still leading by one. And then, yeah, you don't think that, you know, that's going to happen, but it did. And that is the way of RML, it seems, because things like that happen. And, yeah, it was nuts. Um, Another big game in Week 10 that is still about to be played, uh, may have already been played by the time you hear this, uh, the Falcons and the Rams, big playoff implications in that one. Like you said, Rams looking at a wild card spot, but definitely have still have a chance at their uh, division again with um, only a game back of Tillman and the Seahawks and Charlie and the Falcons. Uh, you know, 
he's right in the mix. You know, BLD and him have pretty much the same record. And uh, with Kunk at the top of the division, you know, they're fighting for that one of those, you know, two wildcard spots. All right. Uh, what else we got, Brad? Do you want to talk about some of the other games? Week 11, week 12? Week, week 11. We got coming up, you know, should be, uh, you know, as the time of listening at this podcast, advance should be probably in a couple hours since we only have one more game left in this week. Great job, boys. Another almost 24-hour advance. Uh, would have been a 24-hour advance if not for a disconnect. Uh, that's, a, that's amazing. Like, we have had no Sims for, like, the last four weeks besides Dog's personal Do you situation. See, t- while we're talking about this real quick, do you see how many teams got uh, an upgrade for uh, the first one, nine weeks? 25. Twenty-five it's, teams. It's it's unprecedented, you know. Like yeah. like how how many leagues do you think have, have, like, have this much activity? I feel like uh, we've con- contributed a lot. <laughs> I, I don't want to, I don't want to toot our own horn, but I feel like people play uh, their games well, just to get on the podcast. Yeah, well, and, and I think that helps. But I think you know other people. Weasel has been a, you know the plays of the week is an amazing addition. I, I've always wanted to do something like that, but I don't have the, the you know the video editing skills like Weasel does. And, uh, you know, Monkey, he hasn't done it. I think he was working on it. I'm doing the write-ups and stuff, some statistical analysis and stuff. And obviously we've got a great panel besides us, Andy, our commish, and uh, the rest of the panel does a great job as well. But just, man, it, this league has been, I don't know, there's nothing like it. And I was I just going to say, yeah. it really is one of a kind. And it's, like, it's like any other league, like I joined, like, it's just not even like fun compared to you know RML. Like you don't have that like, really it, behind it. And it ru- it has ruined my Madden experience. Like <laughs> I don't even like playing Madden. <laughs> I, I hate playing like the computer or franchise mode or online head to head or anything like that. I, I don't like playing Madden except for basically in this league. So mm-hmm. it really has ruined Madden for us. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's but, awesome. Yeah, but I mean just keep it up guys just keep playing and the thing the thing that's great is even the teams that don't have the best records or active playing the games you know first night of advance and i think that's a sign of a very healthy league like it doesn't matter if you're two and seven in the league you're still having fun you can still be name dropped on the podcast you can still make plays of the week right you know there's so much that you you know you can do with all this extracurricular stuff you play to win the game <laughs> But but really, I, it's I also found it interesting now that we're just on this random RML topic. But I find it interesting that we're still calling it RML. <laughs> When's the last time we recruited someone from Reddit or even posted anything? It hasn't hasn't on been, Reddit. Uh, ever. Like I feel yeah. like I was recruited on Reddit, which is like I feel like I'm one of the last. I feel like I was one of the last ones to be recruited from Reddit because I cannot remember a single time, and that was like three seasons ago or three Madden versions ago. So well, I think it's kind it's of called the season chowder. Yeah, well, I think RML just kind of like yeah, doesn't stand for anything anymore. It's just the league. It's just yeah. Yeah. Nobody, nobody knows what it nobody knows what it means. But it's provocative. But it's provocative. <laughs> it's the people going. Yes, I'm so glad we're on the same page. Okay. All right. Let's, All right, right, let's get 11. back. Let's get back on topic. League eleven. Uh, let's go. We got a big matchup in the AFC South. Doughboy and the Colts at five and three against Central and the Jaguars at four and four. Man, this is a big game for Central right here. Four and four, four, four and five now because he lost this week. Our doc is not updated. He lost. Oh yeah, he got upset by Ace this week today. Oh, yeah. uh, we did not, we did not match an upset. So twenty-one upsets. 
Ace getting uh, there was a little bit of a glitch, I believe, was the rumor going around with the punts. EA, please fix your game again. Uh, but another big win for Ace and a big loss for Centro. So kind of knocks him, makes it a little harder. Kind of makes uh, next week's game a little bit more urgent for Centro because he is the definition of on the bubble right now. Um, like he's got four teams right on his I back. Mean, yeah, I don't, I don't know how well how close he's going to be to a wild card spot, but for the division, this will definitely get him back. You know, within a half game if he wins. So, or or you know, at that point, it might be you know a tie if Colts loses this week. Well, well as far as wild, well, right now, since we're sitting in the sixth seed at four and five, and Bruce is playing as we record this right now against Doughboy, and you know, assuming Doughboy yeah. wins that game, he'll go to four and five. So there will be three, four, and five teams tied for the sixth seed, essentially. And then, uh, or actually four, because Motherload's four and five. And then Rich is four, four, and one. Wow. Wow. So we got, we got a really it's big, interesting. Uh, it's know, interesting how, right? how the AFC is all <laughs> around 500 and, and below guys are battling it out. And the NFC has like six and three is like the worst record you can have to get even close to the playoffs right now. Yeah, so yeah. it is very interesting. The, the different, uh, the cutthroatness, like as as people have been saying, of the NFC versus the AFC, but yeah, yeah, it should be a big one. Yeah, Plus, the first game they played was fifty-two to fifty-one. So yeah, so maybe we'll get another uh, hundred-point yeah. game. Yeah, I'll try and tune in when they play. Yeah, uh, if you guys but... like offense, we'll <laughs> you're in for a show. Anyway, moving on. Uh, ooh, we got a big game here, record-wise. Uh, Weasel and the Giants versus Shane and the Forty ers um, I think, I mean, this is a big game for Shane to show that maybe, you know, can he compete with like the big, big boys? And I, I told him in Madden and got his number. Uh, but, you know, I don't think Weasel and Shane have played yet this, this Madden. I'm not, don't, you know, don't count me for that. I'm not sure. But Shane is without Zeke for a couple more weeks, I believe. Does have an injury. So Shane without Zeke definitely knocks him down a peg, but he still has been winning without him for the last two weeks. But I think, I'm going to have to go with Weasel on this one if you're doing predictions or anything. I'm just saying, but I think Weasel's on a middle level than Shane, although Shane has been having a ridiculous season. And yeah, well, I, th- I think he'll be making the playoffs, uh, you know, if he doesn't collapse hard. Um, yeah, we'll talk more about Shane, but just first thoughts in general. Aside from his division games, he's it's a pretty light schedule for the most part. But we'll, we'll, get, we'll talk more about Shane in a little bit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that should be a big test for him. Moving on, uh, still in week 11. So a lot of good games coming up this next advance. Uh, so I'll try and yeah, get Yeah, week my, 11's uh, got some yeah. turners. And then, uh, so Raiders versus Broncos for the AFC West, although Broncos did lose this week. Raider, Danny won this week. So Danny has a one-game lead in that division, although right now technically Broncos would have the tiebreaker because he's 1-0 head-to-head. So if Chiz is able to win against Danny this week, He's in first place because he'll be two and zero yeah. versus Danny head to head at seven and two, and most likely the winner of that will be the one seed in the AFC playoffs for now, because um, Doughboy is five and three right now, and you know Beastmo five three and one right now. So you know Beastmo could even sneak up to get a one seed honestly if he keeps winning. Yeah. Uh, so huge game for AFC West, AFC playoff picture in general right there, and then for finally our last game of the week for Week Eleven coming up, Maddening versus monkey 
Uh, Madden six and two right now. Still got to replay his game versus Charlie. Do the disconnect. Monkey six and three coming off that brutal loss versus Weasel. Uh, man, this is a this is this honestly might be one of the biggest games of the regular season. Like I know we said the pick two could cost Monkey the playoffs, but this this could decide the winner. Of this might be like locked into the playoffs. It might be win and, winning yeah, exactly. in and losing your out. Uh huh. Exactly. Yeah. This is uh this that's as big as it gets for a week eleven game. I think. Yeah. Yeah, Monkey needs to show that he can bounce back. I mean, that's a tough loss. And, uh, you know, Monkey can sometimes get in his own head. And I feel like, uh, yeah, this is a game where he needs to, you know, show that he has the fortitude to to stay in these games and beat good teams. I mean, he beat Weasel once. You know, he's one-on-one person this year. Um, yeah, he's got some other tough matchups. So this one being the first of his road to the playoffs. Let's see if he can do it. Yeah, week 11, that's going to be crazy. Four good games there. Week 12, not as much going on. Uh, Biggest game will be Weasel versus BLD. Uh, A huge RML heavyweight battle, if there ever was one. Uh, We don't get to see this one too often. You know, in the the playoffs, you see it sometimes. Yeah, I kind of ruined that. You ruined that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so let's, not, so, let's just let's just move on. Yeah, we'll we'll move on from that. <laughs> but yeah, I think this is the first time Weasel and BLD are playing in Madden 20 in RML. Is that uh, is that right? Me, let me just it's double check. Be. I think I'm just going to double check the schedule right here. Make sure that they're not playing in 2019. Yeah, uh, I don't Giants think I don't think Saints, so. Saints, I know I did not. I, yeah, they did not play. Life, so. Yeah, so yeah, first match. So yeah, so and so not not to cut off here. Um, this is bigger on multiple levels so if bld so you know bld let me just ch- pull up bld schedule right here make sure i'm not spit out of my ass if that that's not a saying but um week 11 you play bld so assuming you don't upset bld i mean I, i'm hoping that you do yeah I'll, I'll try and give you some pointers and tips maybe yeah, it's okay and uh so bld will you, be you haven't done it well, I've gotten I've gotten close. Okay, I've played him count. closer than most people. Okay, especially oh. in the playoffs. And stuff. Close only, you All know right. what they say. Close only yes. counts. Anyways, my point is, BOD will be seven and three heading into this game versus Weasel, assuming he beats you. Weasel will probably be eight and two. I'm assuming. Um, so if BOD loses to Weasel, and I, I'm I'm not sure how they really match up, and I think you know BOD will know how to contain Birmingham definitely and probably Henry as well. So I think BLD is obviously a favorite here. But let's just say that Weasel beats BLD here. Mm-hmm. BLD will be sitting at 7-4. and four. Mm-hmm. Right, That's And then he's got a game versus Kunk and Tillman left later in the season. And the Lions. BLD... <laughs> I was I didn't I didn't, wanna, I didn't want to say anything, but <laughs> but BOD like I think that there too. is some I think there's some concern that BOD might not make the playoffs this year after an undefeated season. I think it's got to be got to be this, you know I think there's a chance. This feels like a trap. This feels <laughs> like a trap that we're. I think this is <laughs> this is a little clickbaity, if you will, because uh, <laughs> we all know that's not going to happen. But, but but maybe, oh, let's hope, let's all hope. But no, it ain't happening. But, so. I mean, 
No, I won't. I, I won't entertain it. Stuff. I won't entertain it on this podcast. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But uh, yeah, I mean, we haven't seen him with this many losses in. Man, I can't yeah. remember last time, yeah. especially this early. Like you know, three losses in a full season, maybe, but three losses in nine or ten weeks. It seems like I. I don't know if he did it at all in Madden 19. Do you? I, I, mean, I don't. I think he was just. He made the Super Bowl pretty much every year. As far yeah. as I, um, yeah, I feel like he was around. He, I know he had a, one or two undefeated seasons. I think he had a a one or a one loss season, a two loss season, maybe one three loss season in there. But yeah, so this is an un, unseen territory for him. So we'll see how that affects him and uh, if he uh, yeah if it gets in his head at all. You know, especially playing Weasel. You know, they play <laughs> their own styles and they know each other pretty well. So. It'll be real interesting to see that game. I'm definitely, hopefully, I can watch it and uh, look forward to watching that one. So, all right, and then week 13, um, it's the final week that we're going to uh, cover here in our little um, preview of these next four weeks. Uh, another good, a lot of good games in this one. So, we got the Niners and the Seahawks. So, Shane versus Tillman. Again, another proven matchup for Shane. We'll see where he is at this point. Um, you know, like we said, he's got some testers coming up against Weasel, uh, and then he's got a couple other ones. He's still got Madden in left again. Yeah, so, yeah, he's got back-to-back against Tillman and Maddening again. So three of his next four is Weasel, Tillman, and Maddening. If I say if he can get one of those, then he he's probably a lock for the playoffs. But I don't think he wins more than two of those. Um, or two, I don't think he wins two of those at all. I think, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I, if I had to guess, I think he loses all three. But, um, you know, I, oh. I, I wouldn't put it past him. I mean, he's playing really well. But, yeah, we'll get, in, we'll get more into that in a little bit still. Um, Ravens and Colts, um, that's a big one for playoff implications. It could be uh, really big down the line with uh, both teams, you know, Maybe being division leaders, maybe being in the wild card spot at that point. You know, it's a little little ways away. So, you know, we, we don't know what their records are going to be. And, you know, with Colts having some interesting matchups coming up. And let's see what the, I don't know if the Ravens has anything, any testers going on. But, yeah, we'll talk about him, too, in a little bit. Um, so he's got Han, Tendi, and then, and then Doe. Uh, I mean, I can see him winning a lot of these games. Uh, yeah, I mean, we'll see. Like we said, we don't really know how he's going to play. Um, all right. And then another one we mentioned a little bit ago, the Lions and the Saints. So BLD versus Brad. So that's going to be an interesting one. Like you said, maybe you can pull out an upset there. You've already beat Tillman. You beat one of the goats. Can you beat the other, you beat the other goat? Uh, I'm not sure. I'd feel a lot more confident if I had Melvin Gordon. Yeah. But that's that's the purpose of the suspension, huh? Yeah. Did, did. <laughs> All right. And then, uh, yeah, me versus Maddening is another one that week and week 13. So we got, yeah, that's a, got that's some a big tough game. matchups. Yeah, that's a big yeah. game right there. Yeah, hopefully I can – you know, string that, together yeah, that, that could, a couple if you wins do, before that. If you do, I'll that could. Four and six after the BLD game, so I'll probably have to get to six and six at that point. And then that would be, actually, no, I'd be 
there's only one game. So I, hopefully I'll be five and six at that point. And then I have to hopefully beat Maddening if I can and get to six and six and then probably have to win out the last four, which I can definitely do. I mean, there's three divisional games, none of them against you. <laughs> and one against Dog and the Panthers. So four winnable games at the end of the season. I just got to get through those two. If I can win one against BLD or the Rams, then I'll be in real, real, real good position because of your schedule. Yep, unfortunately. All right. So there's the games of the week for uh, upcoming weeks. And then I think the plan is that we'll record a podcast uh, after week 13 and before the end of the season. And then uh, we'll get our final, you know, end of the season previews in and stuff uh, one more time. Probably uh, a playoff. Yeah, we'll, we'll, get, playoff we'll, get a clearer, we'll get a clearer playoff picture at that time and uh, division battles and whatnot. But this podcast is not over yet. we got some uh, storylines to talk about here. Absolutely. So we've been talking about a lot already this podcast, but let's continue the talk and see a little bit of a deeper dive into – Mr. Phil Kessel, Shane and the 49ers. So we talked about him a lot. Seven and two. Um, he's had, okay, so what I wanted to say earlier, if you look at his schedule, overall, he's beat the teams that he should beat. The only upset that he has is against Monkey. That's the only mm-hmm. one. Every other game is a game that he should win. Do you agree? Yes, I think um, maybe – yeah, it looks like the best teams he's really beat besides that was like Ace and Bills, which, you know, they're four and, both four and five, so not nothing too, you know, too bad. Yeah, and they're, and they're both playing probably a little bit better than their record. Yes, so – but I, I think at the same time, though, like I think the old chain that we used to know that used to be top five picks and stuff probably would have lost some of those games. Sure. So I, I, th- I think – He's definitely improved, but and that's that's what it is. You gotta win. You just gotta win the games that you should win a lot of the times, and sometimes you don't. Like, yeah, go ahead. But I think on my, the other hand, my the flip side, Shane, he's seven and two. You know, better than I think anybody would expect. He even said he didn't expect him to be this good. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think that this season is going to end him in the playoffs necessarily. Yeah, he's I would got, probably agree. He's got. I, I see four more losses. Yeah, yes. Gar- exactly. Basically, four more guaranteed so losses. That's ten and so six. He did upset Monkey. Yeah, he could do it. I mean, I I could see him winning one of these. Uh, I think one of these four games against Weasel, Tillman, Maddening, or Kunk. But all those guys, all four of those guys, are like top eight players mm-hmm. in the league. But I think maybe the one thing that would help is uh like the inter- I think the interdivisional games might be his biggest chance. He, he only lost to Madden by seven points week three. And, you know, in the division, if, after so many seasons, you know, you start to know each other's tendencies and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Division games are hard because you see each other so many times. And I think maybe, uh, you know, Shane will be able to adjust. And I, I just, we got to look um, and see how long Zeke is out for. But yeah. I think Zeke should be returning somewhere around week 12, week 13, maybe. Uh, I don't think he's out for the season, but I think he's out for at least a couple more weeks. And, you know, Zeke makes Shane's team a lot more better, obviously. Anytime you're missing an X-Factor running back, it's going to hurt. But yeah. I don't know. Yeah. We'll that Rams game, I think, will be the big test there. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm especially if he loses two of the next three against Weasel and Tillman. I, I'm, I 
think I'm pretty confident he'll beat Steve well, and the Eagles. That's the thing. He's got to make sure he win those games. He's got to make sure he beats Steve, make sure he beats Mother. Right. Sure he beats that, that's almost like, like a trap game for him. Yeah, he cannot afford to drop any of those games to have any shot at the playoffs. Yeah. So, yeah, he's got Weasel, then Steve, and then Tillman and Maddening. So if he loses to Weasel and Tillman, which we're, you know, I would say it's pretty likely, but, you know, we don't know for sure, but let's just say he does. That puts him at eight and four going into the Rams game. So four games left, you know, at that point, it's probably, he's not going to be, you know, at the top of the division. So he's going to be battling for a wild card spot. And there's probably going to be at least two or three, maybe four other teams also battling at that similar record or better, you know, with Monkey and BLD and Charlie and, you know, maybe one of us if we get on a roll. So probably not me, but maybe you. Well, I guess, no, disregard that. We're, <laughs> we're, it's just division for you and me. But still, a lot of teams in the NFC, like you said, it's pretty cutthroat. So that Rams game will be big for him. If he loses that, that'll be 8-5. Then he's probably got to win out to get in. And then, and then he's got Kunk at week 16. So, yeah, I, he definitely has to win the three you know, the Eagles game, the Dolphins game, and the Jets game for sure. And then I would say he has to at least win one of those four games to have mm-hmm. a shot, at a, even at a wild card, which yeah. is crazy for a guy that's starting seven, <laughs> too. But, like, I, I do think his schedule has been pretty light for the first, you know, nine games so far. So this is where it gets tough, and this is where, uh, you know, you make your money. This is where the real players uh, – yeah, separate themselves from the fake ones. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. If we've seen collapses before, uh, <laughs> so will this be another one, or will he hang on and prove us all wrong? We'll, we'll see. But I think I'm definitely rooting for him, though. I mean, not to play favorites in the league or anything, but I think it's always nice to see new faces in the playoffs, and it's not you know not seeing the same six teams over and over again. And I think that that's it's going to be it, it's. It would be great if we get different teams, you know, rotating in every year, up and down in the playoffs, just you know, yeah. for the health of the league. Oh, for sure. It makes yeah. it a lot more. It makes it a lot more entertaining. It makes it a lot more fun for you know the top yeah. fifteen teams. You know, the the parody alone definitely is awesome. But okay, real quick, I also wanted to shout out Shane because this is awesome. So if for those who don't know, Shane was almost kicked out of the league <laughs> uh, in the off season because. He had a lot of work going on, um, and he really, you know, didn't have time to play a lot of his games. He was missing games quite often. Uh, so far, he has played all nine of his games this season with a seven and two record. Um, so yeah, props to you, Shane. Way to way to step back into it, and it just goes to show that when you're winning, you want to play more, <laughs> and that's generally how it goes. <laughs> you start to see people who are playing well definitely do what they can to actually play their games. But honestly, even the players that, you know, aren't winning all the time in this league, most of them are still playing their games, which I'm really proud of and really happy mm-hmm. with. So props to everyone, but yep. but definitely props to Shane for, He's a... for com- doing a complete 180 <laughs> from where he was only like three weeks ago. So, <laughs> in yeah. Real, yeah. In real, like, you know, these seasons like seem so far, you know, the weeks like seem so far longer yeah. ago but it's only yeah, like we, a couple weeks yeah. in real life Last season was like yeah the draft was what like three weeks ago yeah <laughs> but no he's uh proven all his haters you know wrong and uh, i would love to see 
him uh, make the hell great of an underdog story would that be if he makes the playoffs after almost being booted? All right, I'm gonna uh, move this. Enough, uh, hold on. I, well, I'm I'm just gonna since we're already talking about these guys a lot, I'm just gonna move one of these topics up because oh, it's on the topic. It okay. makes it makes more sense to talk about so it now. We're going right now. Okay, so I'll yeah. I'll, uh, I'll say what so, go ahead. here. I got it. Uh, the NFC West, we've talked about all the teams, I think, um, tonight in the That's NFC Andy. West. Sorry, Andy. Yes. Oh, yeah. Damn. And, and Andy's just having a dis- – you know, Andy, I thought it's Andy – It's been uh, a rough year. I, I thought season one was going well, – yeah. This, the, the quarterback the, the meltdown draft, in the offseason. Yeah, that, it just really kind of – that really uh, hurt Arizona headquarters. Yeah. Um, he needs to draft but, a Kyler Murray. Yeah, no. We love, we love you, Andy. I thought, I thought, you know, this Madden 20 was a turn of good Andy, but I'll have to wait another season at least. But anyways, uh, our headline The is, other three teams. The NFC West, is it the new best division in RML? I, I, th- I think the recently mentioned Andy might bring that down a little bit of a notch, not to be too, too yeah. much. But I mean, going from the top. There's never going to be four, like, you know, yeah, like elite players. I mean, there has been, but. It's, yeah, it's generally. Yeah, it's not. But anyway, yeah. so we got we got an eight and one team right now, a seven and two, and a six and two team. Uh, yeah. And and the two losses from 49ers are in the division. Uh, Seahawks one losses to me, and Maddening's two losses are to who? Who? who Weasel and Tillman. So yeah. another oh. interdivisional there. So you know, pretty much, you know, they're everyone else out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Here's my thoughts. Um, as of right this moment, yeah, you could say they're performing as the best division. As far as talent goes, uh, I don't know. It's it's still tough. It's a toss up. I don't think. Like, I still think Shane is a little overperforming. Um, and like we said, his schedule's been a little light. If I had to pit the NFC West, okay, well, let's take out the bottom teams for now. I mean. Okay, no offense to Andy, no offense to Dogfather in this scenario, but if I played the NFC West versus the NFC South, the top three of the NFC South, in my opinion, are better than the top three in the NFC West, hands down. So you have Kunk, you have BLD, probably two of the top five players in the league. Tillman and Maddening are definitely up there too. But So I would say those, those guys could compete with each other, all four of them. Mm-hmm. But then you have Charlie and Shane. And so far from what I've seen, their records sh- don't show it right now. But I still think Charlie is a, overall a better player and a more proven player so far than Shane. Definitely. What do you think? I, yeah, I think I definitely agree with that. Because Shane, this is like the first time we've seen Shane like having a, a winning record pretty much in RML. So it's kind of like we a had him, we had him. I think last end of last season, we had him like in the bottom five. Yeah, the, exactly. The exactly. Like, our rankings. So I think that's kind of like so. Charlie definitely has more of a you know track record, I guess, if you want to call. It. And his even and the I, AFC and, West and I, the records lost. the records are a little bit misleading for Falcons for Charlie because the two lot three so he lost to BLD twice and Kunk once and that's it. Right. So, yeah. yeah. So you can't division, really when you play inside that division, you're going to have some tough ones. So you can't really yeah compare them by record. I'm going by performing what they've looked like, the eye test, you know. But also, even the AFC West, talent-wise, in my opinion so far, I would still put the AFC West over the NFC West in Mm -hmm. talent. Because, again, 
Danny up there with Tillman. Uh, Chiz, not 100% proven, but so far looks good. I could easily see him competing with Maddening and maybe beating him once or twice, you know, 50-50 there. Mm-hmm. And then the other two, uh, Vic, you know, I, I, I have Vic talent-wise, even though his record is, is not great, I think talent-wise he's overall better than Shane as well. And Q Diggity is a lot better than Andy so far, but you know, <laughs> but not that you know. Again, the records, but they're also playing in that division against Danny and Chiz and you know each other, so they beat up each other a lot. So I, I would still say the AFC West and the NFC South are the best divisions um, right now. Probably would lean NFC South as far as talent goes, um, but right now, yeah, I could, the NFC West is is definitely performing the best when it comes to wins and losses, pretty mm-hmm. much. Yeah, I would agree. It just, it's, I think it's great that we can't even decide, you know, like if you look at all these divisions, it used like, to not be like, that. yeah, yeah. Like, look even many, just last season, look how many of the divisional races are within one game. It's like almost every division is within one game. Every, every division besides the NFC South is literally within one game. Uh, I think that says something for, uh, you know, where the league is. And, you know, they, they, these divisions are pretty much kind of random. You know, people chose their teams, but it wasn't like last year where we kind of, where we, you know, in, intentionally, like, artificially made these divisions to try and be even. It was mostly uh, random, yeah. Yeah, so that's it's pretty pretty impressive. Um, but anyway, so I think we, we got a lot more to talk about, so let's uh, kind of yeah. keep moving here. Uh, I added a couple more points here uh, as we were talking because I was just observing some things. Uh, kind of a big thing I've kind of been overlooking a little bit, I think. Uh, Ace, the Chicago Bears. We, we mentioned him a little bit in his upsets before. Uh, he, ups, he had a couple good upsets. Uh, this season so far, but the thing that kind of stood out to me uh, is he is four and five, and he is tied with you, our own cheese. But the thing that stands out to me the most, besides him having some good wins finally this year, I think he, he might have one of, if not the, relatively easiest schedule left in the NFC. He has four straight division games coming up, so I mean, obviously, I'm not saying that we're easy. But we're not like a conqueror BLD, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, and if you have four division games, that means you can make up a lot of ground, right? Mm-hmm. In one, you know, in a couple of weeks. Yeah. So, you know, that's a big game. So next week is a big game for me. But and then me. he does finish with well, Falcons yeah, and Saints. Well, I'm, I'm getting, I'm All getting. Right. But if you know, I mean, if he beats me, so he's five and five, and I'll be five and four, or I'll be uh, six and well, if I get the fourth one. You know what I mean? So he'll be one game behind me, and I got some tough games coming up. And if he can beat you, he's shown that he could beat you know some good teams and beat C Cup and then beat you again. Like Ace is in it for the division. Like we've yeah. been sleeping on him hard. And last year was you know he won in fifteen and one or whatever, won fourteen and one. Um, but you know he he's if he pulls out a couple wins in the division, I think uh, we got to stop sleeping on him. All right, let me say something. The uh, we, we did a podcast and we act one of the it might have been the last one or the one before it, but remember when we did the one with those questions and one of the questions was our ace I think it, I'm pretty I might be misremembering this but I'm pretty sure one of them was our ace and C cop like ready to take the next step or mm-hmm. are they just going to keep playing spoiler and stuff like that I think ace could be the one in this group to take the next step. And uh, 
I, I think I don't know if he's going to do it, you know, this season, but I think he's going to start slowly making strides. You know, he's he's a pretty solid player, uh, and he, you know, I feel like his yeah his team building's been pretty solid, and yeah, everything so far. I mean, our division is not you know anything to where nobody you know it's a dominant person that's always going to win. Like you know, you and me, you and me are pretty close, and. You know, we've each had our ups and downs against mm-hmm. these guys. Well, actually, you've only had the downs. I haven't lost either of them yet. But, <laughs> but uh, it still could happen. And he's also had some other really good upsets and good wins. So I feel like he could be taking those next steps. And by the end of Madden 20, you know, he could be giving us a run mm-hmm. for, you know, the division every, you know, one of those seasons. So. Yeah, I could definitely see it. I didn't even realize. Yeah, he yeah, was catching up to me. I, that I quick, was just, so. I was just surprised. I was like, damn, he's tied with you. I was like, I didn't but that's what happens that. when he wins three of the last four, <laughs> and I lose, I lose three of the last four, or something <laughs> like that. So, yeah. Uh, well, he started off zero and three too, so that's pretty impressive. Yeah, that's, he's, yeah. he's four and two. He's four and two in his last six games. The only losses to Shane and Seacop, and so with bad. some big, big wins against. Uh, Doe and Centra. So, mm-hmm. yeah, those are. Those, oh. I mean, I, I couldn't even beat. I couldn't even beat Doe. Um, so, that's you know, that's saying something. I I think I gotta come ready to play next week. I can't you know, let my guard down again. Yeah, then he's got me twice in. Yeah, three so that, that that's crazy. That's four, uh, four, yeah, four that's, division. That's, that's ridiculous. Um, but you know, and I'm I'm rooting for him too. I, I know it'd, be, it'd come at like my expense if he did like a win the division or whatever. But I would much rather have like a competitive division and like not have somebody that's like you know one in sixteen, like one in fifteen every you're year. Saying, you're right. saying you rather have him win than me? No, well, <laughs> I'm just I, I don't like to beat up on people. You know? Like, no, I know. I I song. want our division to be strong. I, yeah, I exactly. Want, I don't I don't want that to be like you know I don't want that to be like a um something people could say about us like oh they come from a weak division you know like i kind of right. experienced that last year in the afc east in uh, mad yeah. 19 anyways oh, we're really uh i think we're really going over time tonight ah, Must right. my my expensive sleep uh for school and work tomorrow i'll be a, a bear but it's worth it for you guys i'm sacrificing my sleep schedule anyways and i got so that's enough of ace right there in the nfc north division i got an interesting observation here the Houston Texans, Rich, uh, OG RMLer back in RML for the first time in a couple of real life years. Rich went on vacation. Uh, I do not know where to, but he went on vacation, missed the first four weeks of the 2020 RML season. So he started 0-4. He went on a four-game winning streak, one of those wins against me, and then he just recently tied, which we did not talk about. So we, we have our first tie of the 2020 season after so many ties last year uh he tied versus beast mode so kind of still kind of tying back together kind of funny but i kind of tying I, back together. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I think i i believe i mentioned this in our preseason podcast that rich was my sleeper for this year um, yeah so it, yeah. i i think and this kind of leads me to more of a broader point actually uh the afc south right now i think it might be one of the well, I don't know what the word is here. Either one of the like the improved divisions. Definitely like the bottom, definitely improving. But it might be one of the deepest divisions, honestly. Like I feel like any of these, ten, ten is starting to get there. 
But I feel like any of these teams could win most, you know, they could be like at any moment they can strike and win. But my bigger point is that Rich can be a legit contender in this league once he gets going. Like he, he was, you know, playing like a legit top dog versus me that game. And I watched some of the film versus other. He beat Han week seven, beat Central week eight handily, 49-35. Um, I just recently tied versus Beast Mode. But, you know, I'm saying I think Rich can really make a run. I, I think he can even make a run this year. He's got uh, two division games coming up, plays Doughboy week 12. That might be a game of the week right there, too, that we didn't mention, Doughboy versus Rich. But I, I think uh, I believe in Rich. And if he didn't have to take those four fourth losses, I think he'd be sitting at like, you know, six and four, if not better than that. Or six and two, I mean, if not better than that. Um, yeah. So I, I think that's something to watch for for this year in the AFC. Yeah, you've been advocating for him for a while, saying that, you know, he's a lot better than than we think. And so mm-hmm. far, he's shown it the last few weeks. So that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I don't know about the AFC South being the deepest. I mean, I, I get your point. I don't, I just think you yeah, didn't say I, it the right I, thing. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Right they're definitely not the but deepest, I, I think but I know what you meant. I but it. It, I don't know. I just feel like, like, look at like how close they have, the they're rising. Is. They're trending yes, upwards yes, I think. for the most part, mm-hmm. but even, okay. It's weird though. Cause the bottom's trending up, but it seems like this season, the yeah, top yeah, of the yeah, division is trending <laughs> down. Like Doe and Central are losing games that they normally wouldn't, and Tendy and Rich are winning games that they normally are winning games that they normally wouldn't. So it's all going towards the middle. Eventually, we might. What if we see them flip flop, dude? Can you imagine Tendy and Rich <laughs> at the top of the division? Doe you and know, Central. The the thing that sucks is is Ten. I don't know what the hell happened to Tendy, but he had some winnable games, like versus winnable. Like he lost some. He some always does. That, yeah, I know, but. I'm rooting for Tendi one of these days. Of course we are, but, one of you these know. Days. Well, we me, like to, me, we like to me, shit on Tendi, too. Me, me beating him did not help his case, but he scores, you know, I, I, got, I got to do what I got to do. He scores 21 points a lot. That's, 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 <laughs> look at his schedule. He's got, okay, it's the last four, last five games. 24, 21, 21, 7, 21. I guess that's his Three of the last five games he scored <laughs> I just find it interesting. Yeah, that's a that's a good observation. I beat him. 20, I beat him ten to seven. <laughs> My God. Yeah, that, yeah, that, that was, that was a that was a winnable game. game too. That was a winnable. Yeah, game. it was. It definitely was. Yeah, I played. He played me really well. His defense is big time stepped up. I think, and he's. I've talked to him about that. Like he said, you know, he's been working on that, and that's. I mean, I feel like that's the key to any, you know, player who's not great is that's the starting point is play get your defense to a point and I've always preached this you know with the turnover battle yeah. I think that's the most important thing in in Madden and especially this league so well, yeah I well, think winning that's the only way that I win I'm not good I'm not a great I'm not good at offense I'm terrible at offense so I I can only win games by winning the turnover battle and not making that many mistakes well so the, the, thing, the thing with Tendi uh we kind of mentioned we kind of talked about this up uh, me and Tendy texted about this, but he started using the linebacker this year. He used to always, uh, no, he used that, to always, nobody, well, exactly. No, no, people, okay, people, if you don't use your, the linebacker or some player besides the D line at this point, then I don't know what you're doing. That's the only way you yeah. can really win. You cannot rely on the AI in this game. It's so unpredictable and it's so bad sometimes 
dude, I got so I've been getting so mad at my team. I cannot. I you said you broke a controller, right? You broke controllers. Uh, I've like, I've I gotten close. Controllers. I, I've, I've, uh, I've they all freaking, taped up. I mean, I damaged mine from last year, but it's still in good shape. But I've been dropping it a few times, chucking across the room. I've, yeah. I'd walk out of the room a few times. I mean, I yeah, I've been getting real yeah. mad because the AI is just my my defense, man. Oh man, but I'm not gonna get into that. But that man. Yeah, it brings out the, the worst. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was just well, I I have a hole in my wall thanks to Madden. Uh, yeah. So like, like one time I, I I was like I'm not throwing a controller, so I threw an iced tea bottle and it yeah. made a hole in the wall. So oh man, can't you can't win. And it wouldn't uh, be nearly as bad if you weren't if we weren't so invested in this league. Exactly. Like, so that's, that's, that's the, that's the, the thing. biggest thing. Like, I wouldn't care as much if I was just playing like, mutt exactly. or head to head. Exactly. If this is some random game or whatever, I don't care if I'm losing or winning. You know, I'm not I'm not gonna. You but know, you have to see and talk to these but, guys every day. Yeah. So. <laughs> and you have to talk to me, and I'm gonna I'm gonna talk I shit think, about you if you lose. I think maybe <laughs> I need to go to anger management counseling, but. Uh, yeah, we probably all do. Maybe, maybe that should maybe that should have been part of my suspension. <laughs> yeah. Anger management counseling. Anyways, we're just going on tangents, and I'm gonna hey. I am gonna regret this tomorrow morning. But the people love the tangents. Okay, <laughs> tangents are what makes the show. All right, let me talk about the next point. Um. So yeah, let's talk about Tillman real quick. Uh, is he gonna? Is he the? Is he returning to his former status and his rightful place as the goat? I mean, that's the question, right? What do you think? Uh, I think. Well, I think before I beat him, it would have been a lot more like definitive. But I, I still think yes, especially right. the year BLD is having. Real quick, look at his schedule. The yeah. last three games. Might be the three best games of the entire season. Oof, Look at this. Wow. Cowboys, he's got three home. Oh my God, he finishes five home games. <laughs> what the hell? Is so Who is making these schedules, man? Man, Some you imagine. Right here. And, and, and that's in Seattle, man. That's not fair. Okay, so ignoring that, but he's got in weeks 15 through 17 Cowboys, Saints, and Rams. So Monkey, BLD, and Maddening. Again, three of the top, you know, 10 players for sure. And all three in a row at the end of the season. So that's going to, and that Rams game could be huge. Like week 17, that's another one of those divisional week 17 matchups. And it always seems to be coming down to the wire between those two. It happened last year. And unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately, we didn't get, you know, to see that. Hopefully this year we get to see that. And I really hope that it comes down to the wire again. And that's for the division. That would, and I mean, at that point, that could be. You know, it could be a for a you know a first round buy at that point. I I would think you know both those guys could be you know uh, up there. I mean, Kunk is probably going to get one of the first round buys, and then I think that one of the other whoever wins the uh, NFC West probably gets the other unless unless Weasel or Monkey can pull away. So I think oh well, I have a fun little note thing like you were just talking about. You talked about the five home games uh, in a row. But obviously, you have to have some away games in a row for that to happen. And I was just, if this was like real life and you had to travel and stuff, he had four away games, uh, four weeks in a row, two through five. And he was in San Francisco, had to go to Miami, had to go up to New York, and then had to go back to Los LA. Angeles. And yeah. then had to buy and At least he had home. a buy after. So, yeah. But just, Jeez. you know, who's making these schedules, man? Yeah. But anyways, uh, point is, uh, I think Tillman's kind of. Like, we were talking about how he was struggling with Lamar Jackson last year a little bit. He was trying to find his legs. <laughs> no pun intended there with Lamar Jackson. But uh, he was kind of trying to really find his arm, I think, last year. 
uh, with Lamar, but he kind of he started to really learn how to use him this year, I think. And man, his numbers are insane. Like not necessarily Lamar's numbers, which they still are, but his uh, his data leagues like team rankings, like first four hundred. I guess it's like average yards per game. Like you know, first uh, four hundred four yards per game. I'm assuming uh, first in the league, thirty eight points per game, first in the league. So his offense is uh, really clicking. The rushing yards first in the league. And, and he's defense, never been like a barn burning offense. Exactly. Either. It's it's always been the defense carrying him. And um, uh, Kendall Bishop was is, is he the keep is he keeper or is he uh, real life? Uh, he's a keeper. Yeah, that's what I was, I was gonna. I was like, I don't know if I know Kendall Bishop in real life, but I Kendall Bishop, uh, you know, ninety five speed and uh, you know, really X factor right now. I managed to contain him somehow. I don't know how. He had one big run and that was it. He's averaging nine yards a carry. <laughs> Uh, and you know, but Lamar, he's been—he's very picky with when he used Lamar Jackson to run. But man, he yeah. burned me like the end of the game last week with the read option. Um, but you know, ended up you know not mattering essentially, I guess. Um, but I think Tommy's just you know he's back on his level and uh, back to doing Tillman stuff. And like you said, those last two games are gonna be huge. But I think he has this year's goat status. But I think we got like two simultaneous goats in the league with him and BLD. Okay, he's got a guy with 20 sacks. I've never. Who is this guy? Thaddeus Stamer? Is that, is that, is that, keeper? Is that a real guy? No, it's, it's, right? it's a real guy. How is he not? How is he a real guy? He's four years in and he's 93 overall. How have I never heard of him? I'm going to. Wow, he's really good. No, no, he's he's not he's not really. the first thing he's typed in Thaddeus Stamer. First thing oh, he's typed Thaddeus Stamer's data page comes up. Oh, okay. So <laughs> I didn't I never heard of him as a keeper. I didn't know. Wow. So look good for him. He's he got him a ninety three overall X factor. So yeah, watch out for that guy. He's got twenty oh, yeah. sacks. No, that, that that's, other, that's the other thing oh, that no. was really um I guess a little bit nerve wracking or just kinda his he had four linemen on the field, like defensive linemen. And they were all superstar or above. So yeah. the linemen are superstar. JJ Watt, Geno Atkins. Yep, I yeah. see him. And the keeper. Wow. So you, you and, have and to. And the Bishops is, so like literally his two best players on like defense exactly. and offense so, are his keepers. You know, so like it's a good user plus having those weapons and having those X factors just makes, oh. you know, makes it even harder. So it's Watch. just good. T- it's good T building though. Yeah. I mean, he, he's so good at, you know, knowing what players do in Madden. Like, man, he. He's got to play so much. I can't believe I, – I, I can't imagine how much he plays. I heard he's in, like, a ton of leagues. Like, yeah, he's in, he's in, he's in like, eight or ten leagues yeah. or something. That's I'm crazy. Like, I can't believe that, dude. And he never – like, you know, I love how, how everyone likes everything whenever he posts, no matter what it is. It could be the most mundane thing. It's just a, it's just a wild sighting on chat seeing Tillman in the wild, and he gets, like, 11 likes for just saying, like, good game. <laughs> It's like a king, you know, rising in a town, you know, just showing his face. Uh, I hope he listens to this podcast. Yeah, he, I, he, he, I, I feel like he definitely does. He just never says anything. Yeah, that's fine. I don't, you guys well, don't need to say so anything. Tell me, let us know if you listen. Just like blink yeah, twice. Yeah, maybe, maybe. maybe just like a thumbs up emoji that gets like 50, <laughs> 55 <laughs> likes or something. <laughs> All right. A um, couple other storylines we want to talk about. Um Let's talk about Kong, the other uh, best team in the NFC uh, with an 8-1 and record. Uh, we talked about him a little bit in the off-season episode. 
but he's really turned this roster around and I believe he's fully completing the process now. We know he's a good user. We know he's been a good user for a, a long time. Um, and, you know, the, the year he had last year, he took over a team, you know, midway through the season. Basically, you know, unofficially he tanked and he turned a lot of draft picks into really high-end talent and ended up using those draft picks and still has a good young core but also has guys like Deshaun Watson, Mike Evans, um, who else? John Ross. Like he's got a stacked offense, a stacked Tariq team. Cohen, Tariq Cohen. Yeah. Tariq Cohen. He got all those guys just in one season in the offseason just by trading, uh, making like dozens of trades. So, I mean, this might be the best turnaround we've seen, especially from going from, you know, we've seen good turnarounds like Centra. I know in Madden 19 had a really good turnaround. He went from like 2-14 to 13-3 and three one year. But this year it seems different because he went from taking over a team that he didn't even want and also a team that was not that great position-wise, um, you know, for the future. I think Tom Brady was the quarterback, and I think there was some other positions that were just not, you know, really well-built for the roster and he turned it into a stacked you know super team in less than a year so pretty impressive right Definitely. yeah um yeah. i think i mean i'm kind of trying i'm getting a little bit you know sleepy now yeah I'm trying to get through this uh well, I, said, yeah. not to, uh, I, was, I know you're, you're a lot more ahead of me the, yeah, behind what I said. Of yeah i'm three hours behind you but yeah. all right we, we can move on it's yeah I don't want to, you know, you know, because Kunk will have a comment, I'm sure, if we don't talk about him as much as the other people. Hey, we're, yeah. you know. I, know, I just, just want to uh, mention the last three. Like, I feel like there's, there's so many great matches the last three weeks of the season, like all over the NFC. Like, I feel like every good team plays every good team. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's so many, like, over 500 teams playing each other the last three weeks, looking at all these schedules. Mm-hmm. But he plays BLD Week 15, Shane Week 16, me Week 17. So he's playing all teams with winning records. But I think he's really the favorite in, you know, most of them besides BLD, which is a toss-up, I guess. But, you know, just been, you know, kind of – I'm really interested to see what Kunt can do and you see if he could be like a, you know, real, real contender, not a pretender in the playoffs and, you know, maybe make a Super Bowl somehow. I think that would be awesome. Yeah, I think so too. I, I think he has it in him and I, I think uh... – He's got the talent for sure. I just uh, will be interesting to see if, because man, the NFC is so stacked with now with three, you know, of arguably the three of the art, you know, maybe three of the four best players in the league, um, all in the NFC battling for, you know, to get into the Super Bowl. So we'll see what happens. The playoffs should be lit AF. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, and then. Um, we kind of already talked about the last ones, but um, no, nah, I'm not going to mention that one. But uh, Beast Mode, um, we talked about him a little bit. He's he's stepping up a little bit this season and making me proud to say that I called it. And, uh, you know, he's he's a little better. You called the rich one, and I called the Beast Mode. So, so But I called it a little prematurely. Well, actually, we've mentioned Beast Mode a lot, but we never really got into this. So... Right. Where do you think Beast Mode finishes here? Like, do you see like he is within range of getting like a one or two seed in the AFC, but he's also within really range of missing the playoffs. Season. Like, so yeah, it, like, what it do you is think wild. Here? Like, what do you think here? Like, what do you think is going to happen here? 
looking at his schedule, looking at his yeah, division. Look, yeah. Um, looking at his schedule and just going based on just kind of first thoughts, guesses, uh, I would say he's got a pretty good shot at winning the division, and he's got a pretty good shot at getting a first-round bye. I honestly could see him going maybe two or three more losses total. But I guess that is, you know, 10 and 6, 11 and 5, which, you know, in the AFC, that's going to end up being pretty high up there. Um, the only ones I, I, I think, I can, I think he'll beat, uh, Doe. Um, but uh, that, that one's a toss up for me. I think it, that one will be a big game. Um, we'll see. That one could definitely determine maybe the top seed at that point. If they, if they both win their next two, you know, that, that puts them both at, what, seven and three? And he's, got the, he's got the tie, yeah. Or seven, eight and three, I guess it would be uh, at that point. Or no, he's got a tie. Okay, so seven, three, and one, and eight and three. So if he wins, that puts him at eight, three, and one, and, and Doe at eight and four. And then he's in the driver's seat for, you know, the last four games. The only other tough one would be, um, well, I guess Giants and Broncos are tough ones for him. Um, I don't know if I don't think he I don't know if he'll beat Weasel, but it's possible. It's really still hard to tell with him, you know. Yeah, he's still, still not. Only a season yeah, and a half. exactly. Yeah. It's it's hard. Well, and also like AFC North, looking at it right now, it's so close. And you know, Bruce four and five right now. Like we we piped them up before last year. He had a great season. This year he's kind of struggling uh, out of the gate. And uh, man, this, this division could really go anywhere. I think it really depends on how Beast Mode does the next couple of weeks. Um, I, I think the next podcast will have a whole, you know, division breakdown thing, prediction, yeah. predicting each division. We can talk more in depth. But damn, what the hell happened to Han here? Three and six. He has his starting quarterback this year. Second year in a row. There. Yeah. Yeah. Three and six. Damn, Han. Four what's, straight what's, losses. What's going on? Being a, a panel curse now or something like that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it. Yeah, I mean, I know he's got some, you know, his new job and stuff, and maybe he's just not getting enough time to practice or think about it or. You know, he's got other stuff going on. But, yeah, I mean, I feel like he used to be really good. Even last, even at the end of 19, I feel like he dropped off a lot. Like, beginning of 19, I feel like he was one of the better players. And I feel like, you know, I thought he was up there, you know, top 15, mm-hmm. top 10 player. But now it just seems, yes. yeah, it doesn't seem like he's, he's just not winning games. I, I haven't really watched a ton of his games, so I don't really know. But, yeah, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. And I just uh, – I know we are, don't have any more written storylines, but I just kind of wanted to mention, like, everybody. We kind of mentioned every other division, but we didn't really mention AFC East at all. We mentioned Mother yeah. World a little bit. Uh, we got kind of like the same situation as last year, last yeah. season. It's going to be the same uh, every year. We, uh, we already know this. We got we got three, four, and five teams right now tied for first place and then a low bet how about, seven. How about the Jets? They started off four and one and looked like they were going to fly – out of the gates and win this division handily, and now they're tied with three other, two other teams at four and five. Bundy, what the hell, man? That's four in a row. What's going can on, we, man? Can we, talk, can we talk? About, can we talk about? a nine nothing loss to Motherload? Oh man, nine nothing. Has what I don't a boring score, game. I don't think that score has ever happened in RML before. That's the RML nine score coming. It's got to be. Yeah. Three field goals. <laughs> Wait, man, got, that's, keep that's worse than that. nine to six or six to three. That, which one's worse? Yours was I six think, to three. Remember that one? I think I think we got that get, was the playoff 
That was playoffs in the snow. That this one yeah, was probably in Miami. No, yeah, this, the, yeah, this, this one was in Miami. Miami. Yeah, Sunny no, Miami. No, no excuses there. Nine to thirty with Trubisky, man. Last three games, he scored three points, twelve <laughs> points, and zero points. Yeah, what this, is this, going on in New York? What is going on? Yeah, and, and that's with Aaron Rodgers. That's with Aaron. He's scoring three points with Aaron Rodgers at quarterback. Wow. Like, I mean, Madden's good, though, so I, don't, I can understand. But, yeah, but 15, 15 points total in three games is just, it's unacceptable. I think the head coach is probably going to get fired. <laughs> but, but he's, he's got the bye week group this week, and he's got uh, two divisional games coming up. So, you know, still still got hope for uh, I feel like division. Dolphins and Jets are always a, uh, a close <laughs> – like the first week they played was 15 yeah, to 7. It's so always like a low scoring scores. defensive battle. Yeah. With a bunch of, I wonder if that was five field goals. Can you imagine if, if, uh, <laughs> if another load no, beat Jets twice <laughs> with, or no, I guess, uh, oh no, I guess, oh, never mind. Bundy yeah. had, yeah, imagine if it was, they each won by, with just field goals in their games. <laughs> I'm surprised if that happens though, one of these days. I think that's what happened. I mean, 15, right? Or did he score a touchdown? I don't know. Yeah, he scored a touchdown. Yeah, he says oh, okay. touchdown. Wow. Uh, one last point. One last comment. Uh, we got to get Andy to make a uh, score gummy uh, RML spreadsheet or something. You know? oh, yeah, I mean, it, it could be done. I'm sure there's something <laughs> to export it. I don't want to, you know, do that to Andy because he's already does so much, man. He probably he likes it though. I know he likes it. Like he likes <laughs> doing the numbers and the stats. He's like me. I I love numbers and stats too. I look that shit up all the time. All right, so that's the storylines, guys. Um, we have a couple more things we want to get to. Um, shouldn't be too much longer, but uh, these ones are pretty fun, and hopefully you guys stuck around with us uh, through this new episode. Um, all right. Well, this one is definitely one that I like. I wanted to talk about. Uh, we're going to talk about the best rivalries or the best rivalry. We're going to pick one in RML, maybe in RML history, I would say, because a lot of these go back further than just this season or just this Madden 20 version. So best rivalries in RML history. All right. Um, do you want to? How do you want to do this? I think I'm just going to list a bunch of options, and then you tell me which one yours, and I'll pick mine, okay? Mm-hmm. All right. These are the final – these are the finalists, boys. So this is what I've determined as the finalists. If you guys have a, a rivalry you want to submit to the, the <laughs> vote, then – I'm thinking of actually doing a vote about this. This, this would be cool to see what everyone else thinks. Mm-hmm. But, okay, I'm going to go from bottom to top because I think the top one is the best, but – all right. Um, all right. I'm just going to go in order. All right. Doe versus Sentra. So this year that would be Colts versus Jaguars. So Doe versus Sentra is one of them. Next one is Danny versus Chiz. That one's pretty new. So, uh, you know, could could eventually get there. We'll see. Next one. Is, and these are in no order, guys. I want to reiterate that. This is not a list. This is just the options. Next one is Conk versus BLD. Conk versus BLD. Next one is Cheese, that's me, versus Monkey. That one's pretty cool. I like that one. <laughs> uh, other one is your boys, Cheese versus Chowder. Chowder versus Cheese. And the last, there's three more. Uh, next one is BLD versus Danny. 
And then there's BLD versus Weasel. And then Monkey versus Weasel. All right. Why don't you give me... Uh, just give me the best one, I guess. I don't want... We don't need a list or anything. Well, like, I, I think we kind of... Well, we besides kinda, you versus me. Yes. Um, well, I think kind of the Monkey versus Weasel is, is a rivalry, like, bigger than Madden, I think, a little bit. Yeah. I don't think... Like, I mean... I don't know if they necessarily, like, would hate each other if they met in real life or something like that. But as far as, like, internet personas go, I think they have, like, legit beef in the chat and in RML, you know. And that's, they and, would fight. And the, I could see them fighting in real and, life. Yeah. <laughs> who, who, who would win? Should we do, I don't know. Should we, vote, should we do a vote for that tomorrow? Uh, yeah. Yeah, we should. I think and, that, uh, that would be you know, both animals, you know, who who would win? A, it, a it's a perfect matchup, a monkey versus a weasel, yeah. Like. And, um, but, and, and not only is it, like, they have, like, a natural, you know, like, a actual, like, rivalry, like, person, but they back it up in, in close, playing close games against each other, as we saw this season was, you know, all of them, the games could have been closer combined, you know, yeah. both games. I mean, it's literally even, I think. Eight, or, yeah. or, no, I guess it was one point and three points, so, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, no, that's pretty crazy. Every um, year, they, they always go back. And I, I, I want. I want to add one more rivalry to the to the okay. list in general. I think right. it's kind of. I think more of like a natural rivalry, just because of how good they are and how they end up meeting in the bowls. But Tillman versus BLD, how about that? Yeah, I guess I just haven't seen it yet this year. That's probably why it didn't pop up in my head. But because I don't think they've even played in Madden 20 yet. But yeah, that's a big one. I mean, uh, you know, that's one that. You know Tillman has BLD's numbers, so that's a, I would say, that yeah, that could be way up there. Uh, yeah, in my opinion, I I think Monkey vs. Weasel is my choice as well. Um, if I had to pick another one besides that one, I actually that is a really good one. BLD vs. Tillman is probably up there. BLD vs. Danny is probably mm-hmm. my other one. I think they they play each other well, and Danny finally getting the win. Uh, you know this this season, you know, but he still has to you know try to get him in the bowl because what is it three Super Bowls now that BLD has beaten Damian <laughs> um, yeah so you know two and uh, I think it was two and 19 and one and 20 so far so yeah Danny's gonna have to try to overcome BLD if he wants to win a bowl I mean it's possible that he might have to play Tillman which might even be harder um, or Kunk so we'll see if any new rivalries form from that but I, it's interesting that BLD is in a lot of these, but I mean that makes a lot of sense. Obviously, you yeah, know, it's usually the as good as he yeah. is. Yeah. Any any underrated ones? Other underrated think, ones? Uh, of players to, that are not. Yeah, super try, high. yeah I was just trying like, to think uh, of like bad, like maybe Andy and somebody. I don't know who Andy would have for right. <laughs> let me just <laughs> like, look, uh, let me look at the uh, snorts, snorts versus Andy. I don't know. If that's really rivalry at all. <laughs> not really. Yeah. That's I'm trying enough. to think of. Yeah. Um, or there's that's definitely like, some other t- like versions. the AFC North ones. How about how, like, about, uh, how about how about the Bowl Bowls? The Tandy yeah. and and Beast Mode versus Tillman. Yeah, those are good. Yeah, uh, Bruce versus Centra. I feel like that one is uh, even though they're not in the same division, but going back, I feel like they've always been pretty uh, yeah, even. Yeah, I, I feel like I feel like they play each other a lot too. They was in the yeah. playoffs and stuff. I think they played in the playoffs last season, right? Yeah. In yeah. Season. And, um, yeah, I think that one should be on there, too, even though, you know, they're not any super high-profile guys. But um, I know the AFC East sometimes can have some, but most of the guys are pretty quiet. And um, I, I like the games, you know, the Jets and Dolphins, like we said, always play close mm-hmm. games. So uh, Bundy and um, 
Mother Love. Anyone else? MC. Uh, I, f- I feel like Vic has to have a rivalry with somebody. I don't know. I feel like. Yeah, well, Vic, Vic and doesn't don't Vic and Monkey or who is it? Vic, Vic doesn't like someone or someone doesn't like Vic or they don't like each other. <laughs> Pretty sure it's Monkey. I mean, I guess a lot of people are in that. Are in that. <laughs> I'm just kidding, guys. All right, so I, I, I think uh, I think we should put this up to a vote in the chat tomorrow. Uh, yeah, I like see it. See what I it looks so. like. Yeah, so it, let's pick four, three or we four. Put up let's do three. Vote. Well, definitely Monkey versus Weasel. Yeah. Uh, BLD versus Danny. Yeah, and, and BLD versus Tillman, or I, th- I think BLD versus Tillman probably the yeah. best one left. I think. Yeah, let's do those three. I think those are the best ones. So we'll we'll do those three. You guys vote on them if you, or yeah, we'll, don't give them another option because then it'll just be everyone, you know, choosing other. So <laughs> we'll give you guys that vote. You know, just as something fun to do and see if uh, anyone has any thoughts there. And if you guys think you have a maybe, you know, if you guys want to get on our rivalry rivalry list, start some beef with someone, man. <laughs> fuck some fuck some shit up. All right. Now for the moment you've all been waiting for. We are doing the power rankings, boys. It's back. Yes, sir. And we're doing a top ten power rankings for season two, about one and a half seasons in to RML Madden 20, but this one is strictly for right now, season two. All right, so this is how we're doing it. Uh, we each made our own list, and basically you and me both had the same top six. So we're going to go from 10 to 1, and we're going to um, just go alternate back and forth and until we get to six, and then we'll just tell you guys our top six. Mm-hmm. All right. At number 10. Um, oh, I forgot what I was going to say. I'll go first. Uh, at number 10, I have the Detroit Lions. Yes, I have you at number 10, <laughs> surprisingly. But I think, you know, you're doing pretty well without Melvin Gordon. And you're, you know, you, you got that big one against Tillman. I think that puts you there. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I actually kind of made a last-minute adjustment uh, there. I kind of, I was always thinking after having our so much discussion tonight uh, about everybody in the league that really, uh, I don't, I think I'm like right outside the top 10. Like I'd probably rank myself 11th right now. Uh, just, you know, I'm five and three. I'm not really sitting, like if I wasn't winning the division, I'd not be sitting in the playoff spot right now. And, uh, but anyways, I'll get, I'll get there in a little bit. Uh, number 10, I have Shane. Uh, we talk about Shane a ton this podcast but you know sitting at seven and two kind of hard to not put a seven and two team into the top 10 for power rankings yeah. um you know we talked about him enough tonight. yeah right we don't need to go through everybody again we can just kind of do it in order if unless there's something you want to say and something we haven't talked about but number nine number nine i have shane <laughs> uh, <laughs> we also talked about shane yeah. a lot so, so once again number nine shane Number nine uh, for you. Number nine, I uh, I made the last minute adjustment because we talked about him. I did not notice. Uh, I put Charlie Hustle Falcons because his three losses are to tough teams. Um, so I think the five and three record is a little bit misleading there. Yeah, I and, think he's uh, just outside for me. I think you and him are pretty close for me. I think I would consider maybe switching him back and forth. You know, depending on the time of year and you know who I like, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, I'd probably maybe put him at 11, but you know, I don't think I think nine's a pretty solid spot for him though. All right, number eight. 
Uh, my number eight is the Denver Broncos. It's Chiz. I don't really have anything to say about that pick. <laughs> I think he's he's number eight. Number eight for me is Maddening, the L.A. Rams. Mostly we have the same guys. All yeah. right, let's just, uh, we talked about him a little bit, too. Uh, number seven is Maddening for me. <laughs> number Rams. seven. Number seven is Chiz for me. So we just flip flop right there. Yeah, exactly. I, okay. I, th- I think they're pretty even. Uh, we kind of talked about – I think you talked about this before, if they play each other, I think. Maddening is a little more proven to me. That's yeah. the only thing. Yeah, I, yeah. I, Chiz just hasn't been in long enough to know. <laughs> Yeah, in like, other you know, leagues, I think, but the other guys, but we we just don't. That's you know what you do in RML counts. I don't care about other leagues. Sure. Yeah, I just yeah, Mending's done a really good job in Men Twenty so far, and I feel like you know he, he's been super consistent, which is different from previous versions, probably because he has been as drunk. And especially adding Mahomes and having Tyreek. Yeah. And, oh yeah. So now he's got man. He's oh, man. He's got Tyreek. weapons. Yeah, those weapons with the 97-plus speed receivers. He's also he, got – I think he has he, Hartman he, and another guy, too. He's And Kittle with the hot routes and stuff. But, oh, and, yeah. and McCaffrey. He, he's pretty much like the real-life Chiefs in that he has a ridiculous offense, but he's got, like, no defense. <laughs> yeah. But he's still – you know, man, that offense is – that's, like, literally a Pro Bowl offense. <laughs> I can't believe that. Okay. All right, so we got to number six, so the rest of them are the same, so let's just go in order. Number six, the Dallas Cowboys. All right, we talked plenty about Monkey already, but he's our number six, sitting just outside that top five. Number five, the New York football Giants. And that is Weasel. Barely edging out Monkey in my ranking, and I'm assuming yours as well. They're pretty close. Um, but I think that win kind of edged it out a little bit. Monkey literally just one pick two away from being in the top, <laughs> from being in the top five. I, ha- I had him in the top five, literally. You saw it. I had him in the top five yesterday, and I thought he was going to win that game. That's why I put him there. And he came, and he blew it. So, sucks. you have anything to say about Monkey or weasel? I think, uh, yeah, um, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> okay. We said a lot about them for the most part. Uh, number four, maybe the lowest he's ever been, <laughs> the New Orleans Saints. Who dat? BLD. So we talked plenty about him forever and ever and ever, but he's number four. Like we said, probably the lowest he's ever been in a long, long time. Number three, the Oakland Raiders, or at this point, probably the Las Vegas Raiders, and that is Danny, Danny Boy. I think it's a good spot for him. I don't think, uh, yeah, I mean, the top three is pretty solid, usually. Um, you have any thoughts on BLD or Danny? No, I think we've talked about these guys enough, I think. Yeah. Pretty much everyone on this list we talked about because, you know, they're all really good in the top 10 and they're mostly having good games. And, you know, that's what we're talking about. <coughs> all right. Let's get to the top two. Number two, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Austin Kunkel. Right? That's his name? <laughs> yes. I think that's his name. Kunk. 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 Just go with Kunk. Kunk. The, the baseball player. <laughs> And the number one team in RML is 
The Seattle Seahawks. The GOAT. <laughs> yes, and it's Tillman and the Seahawks coming in at number one. All right, so to reiterate, uh, well, I'll just go six to one. Cowboys, six. Giants, five. Saints, four. Raiders, three. Buccaneers, two. Seahawks, number one. That is our top ten power rankings. And with that, I think that's going to do it for episode 12 of Cheese and Chowder, the Arma podcast. Brad, do you have anything, any final thoughts? Well, uh, yeah, damn it. I think we, uh, I'm pretty sure you mentioned everybody's name tonight. Uh, we, yes. we missed, uh, we missed Dimitri, I think. Uh, the kill Kevin Brown sitting at four and five right there. Uh, oh. I think I, I mentioned him when we talked about Centra a little bit, uh, for the wild card. Everybody's tied right, right there. Uh, but I think we did a pretty good job covering everybody else. I think uh, Snorks and Steve, hi. Just uh, you know, keep keep at it, guys. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, but I think a uh, very solid uh, episode. I think we covered a lot, a lot of good stuff going on at RML right now. Uh, man, I, I think uh, I'm just kind of. I mean, I gotta personally win my games left, the winnable games. But for a league as a whole, I am excited for this upcoming, you know, five weeks or whatever it is. Or seven weeks or whatever's left. Uh, the rest of the season too, yeah, really. Like I can't, I can't wait for the playoffs. There's gonna be so many, so many huge games for everybody. Like we got, like think about how many teams are like we got like 20 teams right now at least like within striking range of a playoff spot right now. Yeah. Know? Like this at is least, why this at least 20. This is why this league is also so crazy and so one of a kind. And just online Madden leagues in general. All these huge games, but they happen so fucking fast. Like, I can never keep up. Like, half of them are happening at the same time. Half of them are happening at midnight. Half of them are happening in, you know, 6 a.m. It's like, man, I, you know, I just want to watch some of these games. But, you know, it's the nature of an online. It's a good problem, too. Like, we've been advanced. We've had, like, three 24-hour advances this this year, this season. True. And it's, it's, you know, I can't. Thank everybody enough for playing the games fast, and uh, you know I don't think last year we had anything like that. We had a couple, you know, a little bit early advances and stuff, but yeah, uh, more more I often think, than not, it was the, uh, the yeah, other end. But the you know, I'm just looking right now, just the last like last second thought or last second observation. But there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. There's seven, four, and five, and one, four, four, and one team. So there's pretty much eight four and five teams right now in the AFC and wow. and four and five right now is the six half of the so you got you got half, half of the league conference. half of the league tied half of the conference tied for the six seed right now essentially you know oh my so, goodness uh, that but there's crazy. like everybody is everybody's in it. in it still everybody's in it boys you know what that means it is time to turn on the jets and fuck some shit up <laughs> All right. Anything else, Brad? I think uh, it's time for bed for me. Yeah. Uh, we will see you guys next week. I promise we will find a time to record it. I know it's been it's been tough for both of us to find a matching time. Maybe we'll change a time to record yeah. something. This it, is not this is far from ideal for me. We um, also just don't want to do night at one sixteen a.m. Yeah. But, we also just don't want to do you know too many you know all the time. We want to. It, we want to do it when it makes sense and you know we want to get quality over quantity for the most part so we always you know strive 
to have episodes that are actually impactful and, you know, are fun to listen to. Mm-hmm. And we don't want to just do it to do it, you know? So uh, hopefully this one was exciting and fun to listen to. Um, we always, you know, we're, we're 12, 12 episodes in, dude. I, I did not expect this to be doing this. And I feel like we're really hitting our stride. And yeah, it's just, it's super fun. And yeah, this and, uh, makes me want to keep doing it. Yeah. I got one last uh, comment. Just so if you, if you guys, uh, you know, let us know, let us know like what you guys want from the podcast. If you want any other, like, you know, like topics to be covered, if you want us to do something else, like how many, like do you want us to do every week? Like we can, we have enough material, but we just weren't sure if you guys were getting bored and stuff. And uh, maybe every other week is a good balance, but I definitely want to do next week because we're going to have a lot to cover as far as playoff coverage, playoff predictions, division predictions goes. Uh, yeah. I think next week, next week we're going to need to get a podcast in to uh, cover all the important storylines going on in RML at the end of you know last three weeks of the 2020 season. Yeah, I think we might have found a good rhythm here with this type of schedule, um, doing like you know an off season and then like a mid season and then like a play- playoff preview and then playoffs. I think that's like almost a perfect rotation so that it's not too much, you know, it's not every week and it's not, you know, overloading with information and stuff like that. And it doesn't get super dull and stale and boring. So we're trying to keep it interesting. We're trying to do new things. We're trying to, you know, throw in power rankings every now and then these trying to, you know, spice it up with some rivalries, um, you know, keeping you guys on the lookout for games to watch and highlighting some, you know, players that you know wouldn't normally think about or hear about um but yeah definitely uh let us know what you guys think and give us a piece of your mind and oh if you guys like the interview stuff um and if anyone um else wants to volunteer we have had some people come forward but um if i have it's been a few weeks since you know we've talked to those people so shoot me or, or brad at dm Uh, with an interview or something like that or if you have any other ideas you know if you want to you know be an analyst or something i don't know we're really open to anything so um you guys already do a lot for you know this league and there's already a ton of cool content being produced um once again thanks to weasel for the awesome top 10 every week that's super cool um yeah i think that's about it all right we'll see you guys next time on cheese and chowder the RML Podcast. Cheese and chowder.